the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live and welcome to the Don Crow Show as well. As uh, we are once again simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio, and in Washington, D.C., and my telephone number remains the same. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Number one, I hope and pray that you are in a Bible-believing church. I mean, a real, solid Bible-believing church. I hope you are in church this coming weekend. And folks, if you don't have a solid Bible-believing church, make this weekend the weekend that you start looking for one. They are everywhere. All different sizes and shapes and different musical styles. Listen, find a good Bible-believing church. And let me say this as kindly but as firmly as possible. If you are in a liberal, Bible-denying church, why? Why would you support a church, an organization, or a denomination that denies the inerrancy and the infallibility of God's inspired Word. Why would you do that? Well, been in this church for 20 years. Okay, so what is more important, your allegiance to the tradition of a church or your allegiance first to God and His Word? So, please... So, number one, I hope you are a part of a solid Bible-believing church, and I hope you will be there. Also, I hope and pray that that solid Bible-believing church has taken a biblical stand on the issue of life and abortion. The Bible is not ambiguous about when life starts. Dozens of verses, Old Testament, New Testament, God makes it very clear that life in the womb is still life and should be protected. So I hope and pray that you are in a church where there is no doubt where they stand on the life issue. Now, With that said, third, I hope and pray that you're in a good, solid Bible-believing church, a life-affirming church, but third, a church that is compassionate for those that have undergone an abortion. Sometimes we can become so 
strong in our stand for life and against abortion. We can become so strong in condemning the murder of innocent unborn babies that we forget to be compassionate for those that have been impacted by an abortion. And we must be compassionate. Most of you are familiar with the Family Research Council. Well, the Family Research Council Center for Biblical Worldview has just released their, quote, survey on adult churchgoers on social issues and worldview. Nationwide survey of where individuals and churches stand on issues of social, well, social issues like abortion. And here is one of their conclusions. You ready for this? One out of every six regular churchgoers in the United States, I'm quoting, has had, paid for, or encouraged an abortion. One out of every six. We're talking regular churchgoers. We're not talking about people who show up on Christmas and Easter. One out of every six has either had, paid for, or encouraged an abortion. So how do we respond to that? Well, we certainly don't compromise our stand on abortion because of being afraid to offend someone. We cannot determine the positions we take, the sermons we preach, the issues we take a stand on, because someone might be offended. But at the same time, we should do it with Christ-like love. I've said this over and over and over again. There's a world of difference between contending for the faith and being contentious. The abortion issue is a real issue for Christians, for Bible-believing churches. And every church should make their position absolutely clear on the issue of abortion. But while contending for the faith and contending for life, innocent life, we cannot become contentious. And we cannot be unfeeling And we can't handle this without compassion. We need to understand. You need to understand. I need to understand. Together, we need to understand. When we take a stand on abortion, there absolutely will be people in our congregation who have probably had an abortion. So how do we deal with them? Do we condemn them? Of course not. We love them. We share with them. They can be forgiven. I um, I love the study of David, and the older I get, the more I love the study of David, because 
God used him in an incredible way. Don't have time to go into it, but David stands in a unique position in all the Word of God. All of the characters, all of the individuals in Scripture, David has a unique place that no one else has. And yet he was so filled with failure and weakness. Just this past Sunday, I preached in a wonderful local church on Psalm 34. Psalm 34 was written by David immediately after he had sinned miserably, had failed God, humiliated himself and his people. And immediately after that, David says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And the rest of the psalm is about how he turned to God. And he received grace and he received forgiveness. So while we are taking a stand on abortion, we must also, we must also remember that God forgives and God restores. Abortion is a terrible thing, but it is not the unpardonable sin. It is not unforgivable. And we need to express grace and compassion and forgiveness to those that have been involved in abortion. And we can do both. We must do both. To take a strong stand on abortion without understanding the... Listen, the baby is not the only victim. Women who have had an abortion will have to deal with that the rest of their lives. And they need to understand the grace of God. Abortion is wrong. Of course it's wrong. Abortion is sin. Of course it's sin. But it doesn't mean that they're forsaken by God. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us all of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, 1 John 1, nine says. So we need to take a courageous, non-compromising stand on abortion. Well, at the same time, ministering grace and love and compassion and forgiveness to those who have been impacted by it. One out of every six regular churchgoers in America impacted by abortion. Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I got to take a little uh, a bit of local business here to our listeners in Washington, D.C., a little bit of inside baseball here just for a moment. Every day at 4.30, we have what we call the Anniversary Club. 
And uh, we celebrate anniversaries of our listeners, and we are getting to where we have almost someone every day of the year. And that's at 4.30 every day. You uh, register online at the word Columbus.com. Well, we've already passed 4.30, but I just now received a registration from one of our listeners for Sunday. Well, I've already done the Sunday anniversaries. I did that at 4.30, but I can't miss these fine folks. So I want to wish a happy 18th anniversary to Charles and Christine Case. This coming Sunday, they will be married 18 years. So happy 18th anniversary to Charles and Christine Case, and I believe... Chuck Case is a pastor. So anyway, from all of us here, happy uh, 18th anniversary this coming Sunday. Congratulations. All right, it is Open Phone Friday. We're about to wrap things up, but we're not going to wrap things up before we go to Mark in Columbus. Mark, you're on Bobberty Live and the Don Crow Show. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Na, 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 gonna have a good time. Ah, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a subject I hope you have enough time to address. Um, uh, The issue of whether unborn babies go to heaven. Now, I I have my own uh, knowledge on it, but I'm going to go ahead and and let you say. Uh, Yes, absolutely. And... uh... I derive that, and I don't have time. I really don't, because I think it's thoroughly biblical, but it's somewhat complicated. But I believe that, yes, babies go to heaven because of the teaching of Romans chapter 5. All right? Uh, Because of Adam's sin, we're all separated from God, but not responsible for that sin until it's been called the age of accountability for years. That term is not found in Scripture. You'll never find the age of accountability in Scripture. But I believe the principle is in found in Romans chapter 5. In addition to that, David, when David tragically lost that newborn baby because of his, of his own sin, David said... He can't come to me, but I will go to him, indicating that David knew, David believed that he would see that baby again in heaven. Uh, There are other verses of Scripture that implies it as well, but it is not spelled out easily. It really isn't. And I'll be honest with you, uh, I was always taught that a child is innocent until the age of accountability, until when they are able to make a decision themselves concerning salvation. Until then, they are covered under the blood of Jesus. I was taught that. I believe that. But it was years before, Mark, I could prove that to myself theologically. And I'm, and I'm not trying to get out of it. But in order to do that, I would have to take you through Romans chapter 5 and do an almost verse-by-verse exegesis 
of the entire chapter. And I think when you do that, I think you come up with absolutely babies go to heaven. So I hope that helps. And maybe, I don't know, maybe someday it would take me one or two segments to walk through all of the theological ramifications of how I came to that position um, in Romans chapter 5. And I've read books, I've asked pastors, and uh, it is it is not a black and white easy to understand biblical concept. But uh, after thinking about it, praying about it, and studying it, uh, I finally was very, very comfortable with knowing that Scripture clearly teaches that babies, infants, do go to heaven. Do you know of any writing that uh, you could reference that I can find? Um, uh, uh, not off the top of my head, yes. I would uh-huh. suggest that you do an Internet search, Biblical that. Foundation for the Age of Accountability. Just put that in, and you'll have all kinds of articles by good people coming up. Wonderful. Biblical Foundation for the Age of Accountability. Okay? All right, sir. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Well, thank you. You as well. You as well. Oh, my goodness. I've got about a minute left. Uh, Just quick. I I wanted to spend quite a bit of time on this. I am sick up to here on influencers. I have ranted and raved on this whole concept of Influencers, social influencers. Give me a break. People sitting in their basement with no experience, no authority, very little knowledge, have hundreds of thousands of views because they're social influencers. Well, here's the latest one. Two women who have their own web page considered to be social influencers on parenting and lifestyle were just arrested for abusing their own children. Police came into their home and found deplorable circumstances. One of the children had to be hospitalized. Yeah, social influencers. Forget about social influencers, folks. All right, have a great evening. Be in a good Bible-believing church, but remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.